Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Hey Footwork fans, today's episode we sit down with Franz Mozu, who I played with at my previous club. He has an incredible story about growing up playing with the top youth academy, the German youth national team, all while battling setbacks, constantly trying to bounce back from mistakes and adversity. Hope you enjoy. With the under 14, from then, you know, for yeah. Wolfsburg, big team in Germany, first Bundesliga, you know, I was playing in Hamburg, I saw some Poli as well. And then I moved to a smaller club, Einsbüttel, maybe you know Einsbüttel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hamburg, yeah. But that was, my agent put me there because of tactical and, you know, so because uh, some poly didn't want me to go to Wolfsburg. So I had mm-hmm. to, I said like, yeah, okay, then I will chill. Football is not my first priority. So I go to Einsbüttel. So it, it was tricky, you know. Wow. It was a big trick for my agent. So I can move to uh, Wolfsburg one half a year later, you know? So I played there in the uh, lower league, just played there. I played on the on the 10 with number 10, <laughs> you know? You were a number 10, and, wow, okay. Yeah, I was a star there, but, <laughs> you know, then they said, uh, Wolfsburg was watching every game, even in Eimsbüttel, and they told me, yeah, we want you. So then I got a contract. I moved to Wolfsburg when I was 14, Mm. And that's when, at this time, my journey began, you know. It was crazy from zero to one, like Drake said, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was like a dream. So mm. what, what was the big difference? Let's let's dive into the details here. Yeah. So um, I lived in a, like, internat, you know, with uh, one other guy from, uh, he played in, maybe, you know, Karl Zeissena. He moved from there to Wolfsburg. Okay. And we was playing in the same team under 15. And mm-hmm. I had the room with him. They said, yeah, if you're 14, 15, 16, you have to share a room. So you learn a bit, little bit um, social contact, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and help each other maybe. And yeah, so then I was living with him and training. I will tell about my program on the day. It's like you go to school and for two hours, then you mm-hmm. go picked up out of school you have training with um, some other players not only in your age and um, with other players every every uh, player from the internet you know mm-hmm. so we have extra training so it was so crazy we had uh, uh, we had a um, special trainer for us coach who did really good training so like technical stuff like weak foot and first touch how you move on the field um, if you receive the ball, you, you see everything before, you know, uh, mm-hmm. how you go in the one-on-one situation, defense, offense, everything. It was crazy. I learned so much there. And to be honest, when I moved there, I was like only defending. I was good in defending. I was fast, uh, tall and good passing, but I hadn't, didn't have this first touch skill and crossings in this. I learned it there. I swear mm-hmm. in one year, I made such a progress is crazy and then after one year with this training with this um school and everything there they helped us even with the school and i had 
like I had uh, training like a pro. I had uh, two days, uh, two times a day training, and I I was 14. You you can imagine it's crazy. Mm-hmm. My um, they pushed me to my limit, but it was it was good. I, I love yeah. this time. I'm thankful for this time because I learned so much in football. And yeah, one year later, I was a national player for Germany. I learned so much. So it was crazy time. And, and walk us through that. What is that? What is that like to represent Germany? I mean, that is as cutthroat as it gets. And how do you how do you get how do you get picked for that too? Like they they just tell you this like on an email? Um yeah, it was like an email or a call from our coach, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they said it was a list with uh, names on it. And first I was in the not in the first uh, squad. I was on in German, they say Abruf, you know, on call. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you get injured, you come inside. I mm-hmm. was first there. And then there we had a um, cup with um, with a team like Niedersachsen, Hamburg, you know, okay. best players from there. Yeah. And they meet and have a cup. And we won this cup with uh, Niedersachsen. So Niedersachsen is Hannover 96 and Wolfsburg and smaller teams like Osnabrück, you know, mm-hmm. and we had such big talents, uh, like maybe, you know, Julian Brandt, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I played with them and we won the cup and then I was picked up for the national team and then had a, I was picked up for the squad and then I had a game against Ukraine and it was crazy. Um, first of all, uh, they paid my flight from uh, Wolfsburg to Hamburg and then Frankfurt. And I was feeling like a pro already. I was 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was so professional. And then we got a big bag. I swear it was so big with only things inside like running shoes, football shoes, a, a polo shirt, everything you can imagine from the DFB team, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. And then I was thinking like, okay, no, I made it. I'm already pro, you know, I was 15 years old, young mind, you know, okay. No, I can chill after my game and everybody's proud of me. So I just chill and I go pro easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the, uh, the one, that was my mistake at this time. And now I know better, but uh, I wish I had the mind from now in, in this time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought, and a lot of things up uh, with my future and yeah so i began to become i'm a little bit arrogant but mm-hmm. i think it's not because i'm personally arrogant it's just because i got so much and all of nothing so mm-hmm. it's like from, you feel like you were king you untouched yeah, right. you know because right. it was that time with facebook not instagram facebook um I had in one night after my game against Ukraine, I swear uh, over 200 uh, friend requests. When I was 15, <laughs> I was feeling like a, a star, you know? I saw flying high in the sky with my head, you know? Yeah. And I got even, I got a, a contract with Nike. They want to give me shoes and everything. Man, that, that was- And, and, I, and I know you, you've explained that to me, Francis. How does that work with, with Nike? When you get a 
Nike or Puma or Adidas, they have scouts like like clubs, but then they scout you, they see, okay, he's a national player. So if you got, give him shoes, he will represent our, um, uh, you know, and yeah. then they call you, then talk, or maybe other players have contacts with agent, then the agent call them and say, yeah, give my player shoes, give him contract. And it was like, you can go to a Nike store and you have a budget from 1,000. You can just mm -hmm. pick things up once a month mm -hmm. for 15 years old. It was crazy. And if you want uh, these new shoes, every month is a new shoe. Like Nike, uh, Tiempo, Phantom, mm -hmm. can just call them, hey, yeah, I need these shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah, please, these shoes too. That was crazy. I mean, at, fifth, I at 15, like it's crazy everything yeah. that is just handed to you at 15, man. Like I can totally understand why you would feel on top of the yeah. world. I, I would get five likes on a Facebook picture and I would feel like the man, you know, like I can't imagine. I, I've yeah. never experienced anything like that, especially at that age. That was probably just so hard to adapt to. And was there anyone at the club that was kind of like responsible for the players? Because like you said, you're so young and you're given everything. Is there no one that's responsible to say like, hey, you know, well, be cautious with like your money and all that? Yeah, there was a, like they had job just only for this they there was uh, one uh, um not two workers for this they lived in the internet uh, with us and if you got some problem or got anything you can go there it's just one stair down and you can talk to them mm -hmm. but um, you know in germany the culture is different than my culture i, I was grown up here but um I was not grown up the German way, you know? So yeah. I didn't want to go to them with my problems because I think they don't understand my problems. Mm. And mm. they couldn't help me, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, right. My, um, what can I say? Like my problem with at this time, I had problems like my uh, parents split and, mm. you know, and I was not in Hamburg. I was, I was not there around. And I cannot focus on football anymore because of this. And it was a hard time. And then I have one friends and they was like, they was jealous because they saw my potential. They see, okay, he's good football. He can go pro. And yeah, I, I, can, I, have, I don't have this talent, you know? And then they was like, um, grabbing me uh, from the right. sky, you know? Yeah, they, you were, they were pulling you down, yeah. Yes, exactly. And there was wrong friends. They told me like, do this, do this. Yeah, you be cool, really. Blah blah blah. You know. And then I was like, not stupid. I was only like, I just was searching for attention. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, maybe I don't know. As I I know players, uh, especially German players, they have a good mind. They have a good discipline from the beginning. And uh, for example, uh, yesterday I saw a video on Instagram with Kingsley Coman and uh, Kimmich, and they just uh, have to hold a beer like three minutes, only hold it, a glass of beer with a um, straight arm, you know? And then Kimmich did like one minute longer than Coman. And you can, okay, maybe Kimmich is a little bit stronger than Coman, but not that stronger, it's only in the mind, you know? 
I'm no. almost like, ah, fuck, my, my, my outfits. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Minutes, like, nah, I have, I, I want to, three minutes. I want, I want it, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. that's I think that's more important in Germany, at mm-hmm. least in Germany, especially in Germany, the mind is um, more important than your talent. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I learned the last years, not in the years when I was there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I see or I see um, players that I played with. I don't want to say names that are <laughs> they're so bad, bro. They can't even have a good touch or something. But they play there because of the mentality, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was uh, sometimes I was sad sitting on the couch uh, watching football and see these players they gave their debut and first time playing in the stadium i was like what i'm better than him mm-hmm. it's crazy how the time yeah. is fast running fast i was like shit bro i have to mm-hmm. switch something and then i was beginning to more focus and work out for myself and do some not only training I do for myself training you know mm-hmm. yeah i am um, how i talk to people and when I got the dress from the uh, the jersey or the dress from the uh, club, you know, so be kind, everything, not mm-hmm. arrogant, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit too late, but um, my 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 goals now is to become pro. Um, and I was turning 25 this month, but I think it's never too late. If you really want it, then mm-hmm. you can go for it. For sure, yeah, definitely. I'd like to uh, just go back a second. Um, was it was it tough when you were in in Wolfsburg and you were experiencing these problems and you look around and maybe the other kids aren't really experiencing the same and they seem like they're having an easier time? Was that was that very difficult for you? Yes, of course. Um, I was like, with my, I was busy with myself. I was like not that loud. I was with me i was mm-hmm, crying mm-hmm. and was um, watching the other guys they have a good life they have family they mm-hmm. come to the game every weekend with their girlfriends maybe sister brother dad mom and with me i was always alone so it was a hard time and i was like damn i didn't deserve it and i was like yeah i need attention and then i was beginning to go wild and scream at everybody and come late to training, acting like a boss. And yeah, it was not good, good behavior, but it's not me. It was like, right. like let's say my pains, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You, it was more of like a, a call for help and you just wanted attention. So you started doing the wrong things, but it's because you were getting attention that you continue to do that. Exactly. exactly. Mm. And, and it's not that they didn't try to help me. They tried, but they couldn't. I was too crazy for it you know mm. and let's not say too crazy for it i would say i'm not the culture from germany you know they was talking to me like i'm a german I, i'm i'm grown up in germany but this is different it's not german a german culture and with my family you know so mm. i was like nah you don't know about this so you, you can't help so i was right. i don't give a fuck so right you can you can you explain so 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 people who don't know you and want to know a little bit more about your 
your background like where where is your family from and what um what is that culture like and how is it different from german culture yeah so my mother's german and mm -hmm. my dad is from nigeria mm -hmm. and you know, in nigeria is, and especially in africa is a little bit a, a lot of and you know um what is called maybe uh, wait a second <laughs> quick translation sometimes, sometimes you gotta get google <laughs> translate out translate and uh, then many poor people you know yeah. so they had a, a lot of problems a lot of um criminal so um my dad and my mom was not um same grown up the same but they loved each other and i was proud of it because every guy that i met that was like um mixed like me with mm -hmm. one German and African mm -hmm. background. Um, every, since they was two or three, they, they, their parents split, you know? And I was the only guy, yeah, I can say my parents still live together and blah, blah, blah. I was proud of it. And then out of nowhere, I moved to Wolfsburg and, and I was not home. And I didn't see why um, they split and everything. I just wow. heard it from my, uh, from my brother and my sister. And yeah, it was hard time because I was not there. I can't do nothing and mm -hmm. focus on football, but I cannot. And, yeah. And, and to become, uh, to your question, um, the difference is like, let's say, mm, how can I explain it? Uh, the, the Nigerian mentality is like, um, your parents are proud of you when you, and you got something, you know? And German parents are proud of you if you try to get something, you know? Okay. So if you got money, you sent money to Nigeria, or you got this, you got this, then you're a good boy or something like this, you know? But um, if you're working on it and they don't see um, the resource. And product. Yeah, yeah. They like, ah boy uh, he's not a good guy yeah, blah, 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 you know so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of pressure for not for mm -hmm. me for my dad because mm -hmm. my dad was pushing me mm -hmm. to get something that he can get something to nigeria so yeah. he had a lot mm -hmm. of pressure and, i see yeah so it's different man different so much mentality. so much pressure on you at a at such a young age yes and even um, you know Matthias Sommer, maybe? Matthias mm -hmm. Sommer? Yeah. Working with Dortmund. He mm -hmm. was there. He was sitting um, behind my parents uh, when I was playing my first national game against Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And then he was sitting on my father's shoulder and said, excuse me, is, is this your son? And my father was proud. He said, yes, why? He said, yeah, I see your son potential. Uh, potential. He's better in this age uh, when Boateng was in this age. My parents were so proud of me. They, they called me after the game and said, hey, Matthias Summer told us you were better in this age than Boateng. You have potential, uh, potential, blah, blah, blah. And I was so proud. And then, like, let's say three months later, they split and I didn't understand why. And, you know, so I, I'm, I'm a person, I don't like to talk about feelings. Now it's better because I, I'm a little bit brown, but when mm -hmm. I was younger, um, it was like when somebody um, asked how you feel, I was like, angry. Why, why are you asking me how I feel, you know? 
I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like aggression and everything. So mm-hmm. they didn't, they couldn't help me. That that was crazy. So yeah, I'm sorry for them, but because they tried. If I see them, maybe when I get pro, maybe um we see them. I, I will see them a second time in life. No, now I will apologize to them. Sure. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Let's come back. So um, just to kind of talk about the the story. So you were at Wolfsburg. You were in the national team, played at Ukraine. So take us through kind of what happened, what happened next at these ages. Yes. So um, I was national player. Like I said, I was feeling like I'm the boss. And then the, the situation with my parents came and I didn't... Um, like I said, I was like not focused anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And training well, I came, come, I came too late to training and everything. And after one season, we have a trip to Heide Park. Maybe you know it. Uh, some, yeah, it's an amusement park. Yeah. And I, I had a hangover in my room. <laughs> and my coach came into my room, knocking on my door because they was waiting on the bus. And, and uh, in front of the internet and he was mm-hmm. calling personally to my door and said yeah i give you five minutes and you know he didn't have to do it he can just write and say yeah okay talking but mm-hmm. he came and said yeah you got five minutes and i didn't make the five minutes so they drove without me and it was situations like this uh, that i regret right now and i feel sorry for it but at this moment at this time I didn't give a fuck about it because I was thinking ah, I'm I'm the best. I don't care. I, I'm mm-hmm. a good pro, so I don't have to mm-hmm. do this in things. And yeah, right. You know? And yeah, then um, I was in the school. I was troublemaker. I didn't focus on school because I was thinking, yeah, football is everything I got. I, everything mm-hmm. I need. I just play football and easy and. Yeah, then I they um, put me out of school, and that was my in German, um, Amano, in I don't know my last chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, president like uh, Andreas Meinbock from Heide, and this time in Wolfsburg, for the youth, the uh, chef, you know, mm-hmm. he was like giving me, he gave me like six, uh, six chances already. And and um, they said it's only three, and the three you go out. And they, he said always to me, please, please focus uh, because you're a good player, and we know what you what you can do. Please, please, you know. He was like begging for me, and I was like, ah, bro, blah blah blah, you know. And then the seventh was when I was kicked out of school. Then he said, I'm so sorry, but in the contract stands. When you get kicked out of our cooperation school, and you get kicked out of out of our club, so I have to kick you out. And then I was realizing, oh shit, um, I can't do anything I want. And I was crying. And later, I, I was packing my things, called my agent, and he was uh, he came to Wolfsburg to pick me up. Later at training, I was going on the field to my teammates and said, yeah, they kicked me out, I'm sorry. And I was crying and everybody hugged me and, you know, it was hard. 
And at this time, I think the progress a little bit began. Then um, my agent called a lot of clubs like Schalke and uh, Red Bull Leipzig. And you see, I did this mistakes, seven chances. I was kicked out of school, kicked out of club. And, and Abbey Leipzig, they said, yeah, we want you, we want you, you know? And that was this time um, Abbey Leipzig was like, um, they had investors and everything. And they was um, on the way to get to first Bundesliga. There was at this time, I think, second Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, what the fuck, second Bundesliga team? What the fuck I do there, you know? I was a little bit arrogant. Mm -hmm. Right. Had such big chance. And they was uh, telling us, my me and my agent, yeah, we want to play in Champions League like they did now. You see, Abbe Leipzig, whoo, crazy. Yeah, right. one of the... Mm -hmm. They told, they told us the plan, and I was I was like a little kid. I don't I don't see the future. I just see now. Mm -hmm. See, and mm -hmm. they were they had um they tried to build and they then not tried their build um buildings mm -hmm. uh, for the youth and everything. So it was like in German Umschwung, you know what I'm telling you, like um. But you could completely live there in Leipzig, in their academy, their facilities. No, no. They tried to build it. In this time, they built everything, you know? And okay, they, they were developing. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, mm. exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, I was living in the hotel. They, they oh, just okay. gave me like four-star hotel. Oh, wow. Crazy breakfast and everything. I was like a star there, I swear. And I was living in the hotel... They um, gave me school, they gave me things, uh, shoes, everything. And yeah, after three months, I was out because um, I did a thing. I don't want to talk about, about it right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted, what I can say is um, I didn't want to be there because it was Leipzig. It was in the east of Germany. So there was mm -hmm. a lot of uh, racist, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah liked it there to live there you know the club mm -hmm. was good and everything training was good professional i swear like the same like Wolfsburg, really good but yeah. i wanted to go back to hamburg and chill with friends and i miss my whole friends hamburg you know so i did something and i was kicked out of school and after this i did something that i that they kicked me out um, of the club and i was and first I was happy that I can go back to Hamburg and maybe play for some poly or something because I was thinking the life is easy, you know. I go just Hamburg, play for some poly, easy. And yeah, but then I realized when my mother, uh, my agent didn't came, my mother came with the train and I had like five or six big uh, bags and we, she tried to help me with it. It was, um, and she's a, a woman, you know, it's not uh, easy to um, grab everything to the train, to the train, and yeah. Um, yeah, then I came to Sao Paulo, and they said, they told me I was 17, and then they told me like, yeah, you play one year under 19, and then you go pro, because we know your talent, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, again, uh, you see, I was kicked out there, kicked out there. Now I come to Sao Paulo, they say, hey, pro, 
uh, easy. Life is easy, you know. Again, mm. I think um, I was treated too, too nicely, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. too good. You yeah, know, yeah. so you think that maybe, maybe like a big problem was like no one. You never had someone really come to you and say like look francis like or maybe maybe at the time you needed like a professional player to come to you you know like a big professional player to say hey man you're like you you really have something here yeah like i said my my parents split and then i didn't have a father figure or something who was um angry with me hey what what are you doing focus and you know i had nobody mm-hmm. at the time so i was doing what i want and i was a stupid little kid that can play football and was arrogant so that's the story and yeah then i was uh, i came to hamburg play for sao Pauli to the second team from sao Pauli regional liga i was under 19 and i was i think 18 i turned 18 and and they picked me for the second team for a game and mm-hmm. at this time, I played striker. I don't know why they, they put me striker. <laughs> and I came in for like 10 minutes and I scored a goal directly. My first regional league game was with 18, I think. And then I scored a goal. I was okay, easy, they go pro, you know? <laughs> and yeah, I was a little too arrogant, like I said. And yeah, then, um, some agent and um, I quit with my agent because I wanted to go pro and he was like nah wait you have to um evolve you know mm-hmm. and in you in your game so easy easy you can go pro but uh, with the time and I was like mm-hmm. nah I want to go pro and then I quit with him and so then one agent from Cologne he called me and he was like, yo, what are you doing? And I was like, chilling, why? He was like, yeah, I saw you at training. You're a good player, why are you not pro? And I was like, yeah, um, because I do, I do too much shit and I, I don't focus on football and I have problems and this and that, you know? He was like, okay, wait, I see your potential. I'm a, I'm a police officer and uh, I'm, at the same time, I'm an agent for football players. And I was like, okay. And then he said, like, tomorrow, give me your address. I will come to Hamburg and pick you up. I will train with you. I will give you some discipline because I'm a police officer. And I was like, haha, okay. And somebody tried to trick me or something. I was like, okay, here's my address. See you tomorrow. And then next day he was there. I wasn't even ready. My things was not packed or something. And then he was standing in front of me. He was like um, two meters or something, big guy, blonde guy, German guy, policeman, but he, he played football before and so he has some context, so he's agent. And I was like, this is a movie. This is my, then I realized, okay, this is my chance to, you know? And I was like, okay, let's go. Then I, I was going to Cologne, I was driving to Cologne and I was, I was like, is this a dream or something? Is, it doesn't feel uh, real, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he trained me for like one month, really hard training. I never had training like this. I was fit. And then he picked me to Schalke 04 
I had a, with the second team game test game against the pros with uh, at this time Chupumoting, Sydney Sam, Leroy Sunny, Tilukera, and all these players. And we played pros against second team, and we lost like four one. And you can imagine, uh, you can guess who scored the goal. It was me. I was sent back. <laughs> and <laughs> I was sent back, and I had um, a long ball. Chupumoting and me, we had a race, and I was a little bit faster. So I gave him a body check. He was going down, but no foul. I turned around, and I was dribbling in the center, but no options to play. You know, I was like, okay, then let's show them what I can. And then I was dribbling, dribbling to the goal. And just scored a goal. That was crazy. And then after this um, was uh, end of training, and then the coach came to me like, "Oh, you're a good player, yeah. We, uh, we will give you a contract for the second team first, and then you can uh, can get pro." And, and then I was like, "Okay, good." And then and two days after this, I was at Dortmund second team trial training. And I was training with them, and then he said, "They said, yeah, okay, good." For the second team, yeah, let's go, and and they wanted to give me contract too, and then we was three days after this we was at uh, Bochum second league, and for the but for the first team for the mm -hmm. pros, you know? and I was training, uh, did my check everything medicine check, and they said okay yes you're good, and then it was like ten minutes or five minutes before the end of training. They, uh, I saw uh, the president, the coach, and my agent. They was talking, and they was talking about my contract. They said, "Yeah, we want, we want him for the first team, second Bundesliga." So it was clear that I don't go to Schalke or Dortmund second team. I go directly second Bundesliga. You know, mm -hmm. this time I was 19, and then I think this is karma. All the bad things that I did before came back in one situation. It was like, like I said. 10 minutes before ending of training, I was running in a race and I, I wanted to, to, to turn. And um, I was like, how can I say? My, my knee was just, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Kreuzmann was, what is this? Or ACL. Yes. ACL. Yeah. And then I was in hospital. And yeah. Then my agent came in, he was like in tears. He said, man, after this long journey, you did well. You, you uh, listened to me, you was disciplined, you, you wanted and, and you, didn't, uh, you didn't deserve this um, fucking injury. And then he said, listen, the coach, the president, everybody, he, they said, yeah, you want to give you pro contact, contract. If you don't get injured, you will be a pro right now with 19. And I was like, what? Uh, uh, at the one half, I was happy. At the other half, I was, um, you know, sad. Mm. And I was crying a little bit. I had, um, I had pain in my knee, pain with this shit. You know, my, my past was fucked up with this. Uh, I fucked up my whole careers, you know? And then mm -hmm. I was asking, asking the, the arts, what is um, the doctor? doctor yeah and how long because i didn't know what is acl or kreuzmann risk they said i was like okay maybe one more he said no you have to be 
like seven to one, uh, seven months, one year maybe. And I was like, what the fuck? One year without football? Crazy. And then there was, that was a fucked up time, but I think I needed this time in the hospital, just laying down and thinking about life, you know? And that was the moment when I, when uh, Francis became Francis that is right now, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then, yeah. And then I did this uh, training um, operations and everything. And after one year I was um, in Cologne, living, I was living in, in the house for my agent. He was such a nice guy. He, he let me live in his apartment there in his house. And then uh, I was training for the first time with a team, I think Landesliga or something from there, from near Cologne, and uh, just to come, just to become the rhythm, you know, again, football playing. Sure. And I was running backwards. I wanted to turn and then clap. And it's called meniscus. Mm-hmm. The inside of my knee. Mm-hmm. On the I same was, knee or the other knee? Same knee. It was so, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Then uh, they said, yeah, four to five months again. And you know, when you 18, 19, 20, you have to play a, little, uh, a lot of games so you can um, uh, evolve, you know? Yeah, and evolve and develop, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and that, that was hard time because I, 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 for this time, around three years, I didn't play one game. That was hard. And then um, I had, um, uh, again, a training. I was come back, come back stronger, everything. And I was for two or three months training with the team. I was fit, everything, and then, um, my agent called me, yeah, I have a Regionalliga Süd, uh, South, where München, Bayern, and Stuttgart, you know, mm-hmm. and one thing is called, I think, Steinbach or something. They said, yeah, three years old now, but uh, we believe in you because they know my agent. Uh, I forgot to say that in this time, when I was injured, my agent uh, still tried to... Um, gave me another club, but everybody said like, yeah, we see your statistic on the transfer market. It's not good, you, you, you're for two years out now. And so no club wanted to go this uh, risk, you know? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a risk who gave me an apartment, gave me money, and maybe he get injured again. So they said, everybody said, yeah, it sounds interesting. Maybe he's a good player, but um, it's too risky for us to give him money and everything and then he get injured. So it was a hard time because I was ready at this time. I was ready like I'd never been before, you know, from the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mentor was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody wants to give me a chance. But mm. I, I, know, I know it was a little bit of karma, you know, so I can appreciate the things a little bit more right now. Yeah. Sure. So and back to the Regionalliga South. Then finally, a club came. They had two ACL center backs, both injured, one year out. So they had problems. They said, okay, we, we can go the risk because we need a player right now. 
So without trial training, direct um, contract and play on the weekend, you know, it was a, I think Tuesday when he called me and then I was like, oh yeah, good. So I have to be fit. Wow. Then I was going out with friends to play a little bit five against five, you know, then I'd be fit when I go there. And bro, that was crazy, I swear. Then my other leg, my other knee, ACL. One one day before I have to travel to my new club, bro, I was like, what the fuck? I was in hospital again, one year again out. And before my comeback, you know, I was Mm -hmm. ready. I was was hungry. I wanted to uh, show everybody that I'm that I, I'm not only talented, but I'm mentally strong right now and, and disciplined. I got everything now. Wanted to be pro, wanted to be star. I want to show everything, everybody, you know. And then boom, my dreams were split for the for the moment, for the moment. And then I was like thinking again, shit. What should I do now? Should I give up or stay strong and come back? And then I was like, nah, nah, nah. No, I'm coming back stronger than ever. And I was whew, training so hard. And yeah, and then I was come back. And then I had trial training in Norderstedt. You know, I was um, trying to get higher for, for the first. Like I told my agent, please bring me there and there. But it was like impossible because of my statistic, you know. Mm-hmm. And then going, okay, then let's try regularly. So it's okay as well for the beginning. Then I was in Norderstedt for one month and yeah, um, Jens Martins, he likes me in, in Femi, they both likes me as a right back, I was playing right back for one month and then after three and a half weeks, um, Jens came to me and said, yeah, you ready to play this weekend, I want you to play. And I was like, yeah, I was born ready, you know? I was hungry, hungry. And then he said, um, okay, I will talk to the manager so we can give you contract that you can play on the weekend because I had no club, so it's easy to bring me there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he came back a little bit sad and he was like, yeah, I was talking to the um, president, I don't know his name, and he's a friend of the president of Sao Paulo and he, and he called Sao Paulo asked about you, what what kind of human you been. And that it's normal that we talk bad about me because of my past. And I was like, yeah, it's my past. And you see, I'm, I'm in front of you. You see, you can look into my eyes. I'm grown now. I, I did a lot of mistakes, but also I um, I got my cameras, uh, you know, with this time, it was a hard time. So so why uh, he, he uh, do like this, you know? And then he was like, yeah, I can't do nothing about it. Sorry, we will watch you. I wish you good luck, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, fuck. And, and then I was um, going to Altona, Regionalliga as well. And then I was training there for like one month, yeah. But the coach didn't like me as a human, you know. You know, maybe you know him. Um, what's his name? Yeah, Berkan. Berkan, yeah. He, he don't like it, so it's okay. So, and then uh, I was going, I was like sitting at home. I was like, what can I do to come in, play maybe with the Naliga, put my st- statistic up, and then uh, next step, you know? 
for the pro. And then I was like, okay, look at the table. You see Heide is down. So let's help them, they help me. Why not? And I was calling my agent, yeah, Heide. He was like, you sure Heide? Look, they lose every game, seven, five million. I was like, I don't care. I just want to play. If I go there, maybe they don't lose five million. They lose one or maybe win some games. And then everybody's then say, why they good now? And then they look my name, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I decided to go to there, uh, to Heide. And yeah, and people nice here, you know? And easy. I, I feel good. I feel fit. And yeah, then I was playing for like three games, 90 minutes. It was like a dream. It was only Regionalliga, but for me, it was like a dream. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and having the ball on my feet with fans and everything it was dope. And yeah, then I played three games. I played good for the beginning. I was out for three years, you, you have to remember. And then I played like three games in a row, 90 minutes, and I played solid games. And then um, Corona came. <laughs> the next, yeah, you know, for me, it was the next SEL, I swear, the next injury. I was like, oh my God, please, no, why? Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I was, yeah, I was a little bit um, sad, but I was like, at least you got a club now. And after Corona, you can play again. So, but the time is running. I'm, I'm going old, 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 you know, every year. Mm-hmm. Pop, pop, pop. And I was like, so what can I do now? So I decided to train hard and maybe go to um, another country. There's Corona, not like here, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my, my agent uh, called me one day, said, yeah, Croatia. What do, you, what do you think about Croatia? I said, it's good. It's, I, I think, good weather, maybe. Some nice beaches, yeah. yeah. Everything. <laughs> and he said, I said, why? He said, yeah, you know, Ivica Olic. Um, yeah, Ivica Olic, you know, uh, the ex-Bayern Munich player, mm-hmm. striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, like, like um, a little, bit, uh, a little um, game in free time with my agent and he knows them and they was come together and then he uh, picked me with him and I was playing there and then Olic was like hey who's that guy is that your player and he said yeah and he was telling my story and then he was okay okay this guy he can go pro he said yeah he can he can play uh, pro but he needs a little bit time and a chance and then he was like after I think four or three months uh, he was like um the president of a club in the uh, second league of Croatia in Zagreb. And then he said like, okay, I, have, I can do two transfers. And they wanted to take two, um, one national player from Croatia and one other guy. And then he said, no, just take the uh, national player, the other guy I will pick him from Hamburg. And nobody knows my name. It's only Olic and Olic is like a legend in Croatia. So if you say something, then I was coming there like, like a star because you know, when it's like in Germany when I don't know Oliver Kahn, Michel Balak say, yeah, yeah I have, he has to come here. They and listen. Everybody. So when a legend like that speaks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they had respect and I had a good um, standing in the team and the club and everything. 
yeah, then my dream came to, I was a pro, you know, I was a pro. And in the second league in Croatia, and you know, there's a lot of scouts from Italy, from everywhere. That was crazy. Every game, this good quality, the players are like, not that tall, they are like small and on the and, uh, technical and skills and everything, skillful. I, I, I learned a lot of things in Croatia. Um, and yeah, it was a fucking good time. It was so good weather, beaches, everything. Wow. A little different than, than Hamburg, yeah? It was like my dream came true, um, mm. you know? It was crazy. And then um, Olic had beef with the other president, so Olic left the club. Uh, you know, he's now in ZSK Moscow in Russia. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And he left the club. And then my salary, they said, yeah, you can, we want you to, to be here, but we can um, pay your salary. You can play for free or you can leave. And then I was like, God. how can I live there for free? You know, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to go back to um, Heide and say, yeah, let's try again, put my statistic up and then maybe move to another club again because I have this status that I was a pro. It was mm -hmm. a good time. Play a little bit. The, um, it was like October, I think. So play the season to the end and then leave. You know, that was my intention. And I was open with Haida. I told him that, yeah, you know, I want to be pro, not to play in Regionalliga for my whole life. So, and everything was open and good conversation, you know. And then uh, the DFB, they told them, no, he was pro. He cannot play till January. I was like, wow, again, mm. two months without playing, only training it was a hard time. And then, <laughs> then January come, I came and Corona again. Oh my God, <laughs> bro, shit, man. But at, at the moment I can laugh about it. It was hard for me the whole time, but no, I can laugh about it. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that um, everything happens to me this way because it made me who I am, you know? I'm sure. proud of my mm -hmm. story. I swear, I'm proud of it. And yeah, I think if that's not happened like it, like this, and uh, maybe I go pro like from Wolfsburg, a uh, direct pro, you know, oh my God, I'll have too much money, fame and everything. I, I will not concentrate on football in this time. So it's better this way. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a crazy story, my guy. It is a crazy story. I didn't know. I mean, I knew some of this. But yeah. I mean, there's a lot in there that's it's crazy. It's been it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that's one day, bro. You never know. It you can know? be a After movie that for next sure. Professional contract. I could 100. percent Now, now, uh, you mentioned that you learned a lot in Croatia. What 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 are some things that you learned there? Because this is your first time going out of the country to play. Yeah, for um, I learned to play foreign football, you know, some different culture of football. And I learned uh, the, the language a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and I learned a little bit different culture, not on the field, but um, the, the people, you know, they was like open-minded and so happy to live, you know, they, they live the mm -hmm. life. And, um, in Germany, you know, some people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
That was quality uh, of life. I, I, I seen life with a, another view. It was sure. like mm, a blessing, mm. yeah. yeah. And every game, fucking sun and palm trees, everything everywhere, and you feel free. You just play. It was crazy, yeah. Mm. And what I learned is, like I said, the different culture of the game. That not every country has the same idea of the game. Like, sure. um, for example, goalkeeper has the ball, play to the center back, turn, and play to the six, or maybe long ball or something. I learned a lot of uh, tactical stuff as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I learned how to um, stop um, some smart players, or maybe um, fast players, or and play that is like um, like Messi, you know, yeah, quick, small and very quick. Yeah, yeah, quick. I learned a lot of my defending, um, defending positioning. Yeah. Sure, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very cool. And so, Francis, cool, I mean, you. Yeah. I was just gonna say you experienced like such a professional environment at such a young age. Is it is it difficult for you now? playing in Regan Liga. I'm not sure how the facilities were in Croatia, but is it is it tough for you to kind of compare those things or do you feel just so grateful to be playing? Um, at the first two games, like I said, when I came after my three years without a club, um, I played in Regan Liga. I was happy to play, but now I am like, for me, it's tougher to play in the Regan Liga than pro. And even in Sao Paulo, when I was on the 19, I was um, training with the pros sometimes, and it was way easier because you got the ball, you can turn, you have time because it's more tactical, you know? And mm -hmm. you only fight, you got the ball, boom, you got the ball, you want to pass, but the pitch is not good or something, you know? You have to be woke every minute of the game. That's crazy. So um, for me, it's harder to play with Liga than pro football, I swear. I've heard that though. I mean, even yeah, it's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, you talk about some of the divisions, and it's like it is tougher because a lot of the times it's a smaller pitch in in the in the higher leagues, like the the quote unquote worser leagues. It's a smaller pitch. It's not as a good as pitch. It's they don't give you the respect in the space, so they're right on you. It's like very what would we say in English? It's very like helter skelter, hectic. right? Yeah, hectic. Yeah, yeah, it's hectic. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think the higher you play, and you got better um, players around you, you know, so they yeah. they know how you move, they see how you move, so they can move exactly and um, how it would be the best for you, you know. But mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. players. I don't want to say some names. They don't know how to move or something, you know. Right, think, right. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to be, um, as a um, leader of the field, you have to be, um, to think for three, maybe four guys that's in front of you. If mm -hmm. you do that, maybe it, that can happen because he is not thinking that fast, you know. So yeah. you have to, uh, everything you do, you have to think about what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. How you play 100%. to somebody, if you play to somebody, or if you I just turn and play back to goalkeeper or uh, give a diagonal ball, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to think a lot. In professional, you just play because you know 
you give him the ball, he can't some doing something. He, he has an idea already because he's yeah. looking, 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 right. looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as much responsibility for sure on one person. Um, yeah. Another thing I wanted to ask Francis is talking to you now, it seems you're very reflective on everything that's made you who you are today. So just, you know, talking to your younger self, what, what are some things that you would tell younger Francis? I, tell him nothing, I just want to slap him. <laughs> <laughs> like, wake up, boy, you have, you have all the blessings and some, some people starving or have nothing to eat. They, you have everything here. Wake the fuck mm. up and mm. see your blessing and work for it and be thankful and thank God for everything. That mm. and then slap again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. I mean, there's a there's a so many things that a directness our listeners to it. can. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean the same. I'm sure there's people listening who you know, especially youth players going through it. You know, and just hearing someone who went through it like you, I mean, would you tell them kind of the same things, you know, other players that were in that position as a youth player? Again? Would you tell like other players the same things, just, you know, who are at these youth academies or, you know, getting their opportunity at a young age? Would you just tell them to to be grateful, count your blessings, things like this? Of course, but not every player is the same. There's some players they have, um, like, let's uh, take the family thing. They have um, somebody at the back that they talking to them already, you know. But there's some players, they came a long way alone, and mm-hmm. then they know this blessing. But then, then there's some players like me when I was younger, they had um, some thing that happened, and then they switched in the head, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you have, as a coach or as a club, you um you have to see that and and handle fast. You know, you have to help before it's too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. After my football career, I, w- I want to build like football school and and maybe go wow. coach or something. Then I will tell my um my experience and I share sure. it with the youth. You know. Yeah. that they don't do the same uh, mistakes like me. Mm-hmm. So is that yeah. something you could see yourself doing post-professional career? Because, I mean, I hear I hear it. I know you're going to be a professional again. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. No doubt, bro. <laughs> the only thing that can stop me is the injury. But not mm. even that. I will go maybe five years. I don't care. I love Let's it. Go. It will happen. It will. Yeah. I love I it, man. Yeah, it's gonna happen. We're under the same. Look, look at the look at the second Bundesliga, for example. Look, watch one game, ninety minutes. You see players; they cannot even ha- have a first touch, a good first touch, or in one-on-one defense. Man, bro, they they just go there like like a tree, you know. <laughs> I love that. That it's was the best. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Messi against Boateng, like this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Just exactly. fall. <laughs> this, this Man, I love it. Players that, players that, that, ah, bro, fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I want to say. Well, I know what you mean. I get it. Now, bef- before I, uh, so I'll start with this. We could, I could ask you one more question at the end, but 
we here at footwork we like to say make your own path so like you know do make your own way go your own way don't follow the crowd don't follow what everyone else is doing so what does make your own path mean to you my own path to me my path is not you know not finished yet but for now i would say like um, you learn from your mistakes and you got to appreciate what you have mm. so you got to do the best from what you have now don't look what you don't have so just work with what you have and do the best out of it yes sure. simple Perfect. love it Perfect. awesome yes. now i i did want to i did want to end on it because you did mention some big big names before who is the best player you played against or with against or with um I think it's Julian Brandt. Yeah. Yep. Could you see yes. it at that age too? Could you see how good he was at that age? And first, when he arrived at Wolfsburg, that was under 17. He was like a shy guy. He was coming from a small club mm -hmm. and he was not that confident on the ball. He became the ball and he was like a little bit nervous, but the, the coaches in the staff do, uh, did a, a, a great job with him. They saw his talent and they gave him some, um, you know, like confidence. Say, mm -hmm. just take the ball and do what, what you can do and just play your game. And then he was um, learning. And after, I think, maybe three months, a whole different player. And then he was crazy. Good player. Mm. Wow. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, Francis, I mean, thanks again for coming on. This was uh, when I met you, when I met you, when we first went to Haida together, I knew that this is uh, one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. Obviously, come from America, no one lives this, uh, no one goes through this situation, but yours is, is like, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like a movie. Um, and there's so many ups and downs here, but yeah, I mean, wish you the best. We will be seeing each other very soon on the field, all of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. so until next time keep moving forward keep learning and make your own pen there we go Amazing. thank you francis footwork is sponsored by ourselves also kung fitness and merchant designs baby follow us on instagram at footwork underscore podcast twitter is at footwork podcast youtube and facebook just check out footwork podcast search it email us if you need it anything any questions at footworkpodcast at gmail.com and remember plug plug pass tell your parents amazon delivery guy mailman i don't know who just tell them like subscribe review all of it helps thank you